So the reason I chose William Peace was because of their stellar game design program. It's very rare to find a game design program in the United States at all, let alone North Carolina. And this place seemed like the right place for me for where I wanted to go and the connections I could make uh, within the program. Turn your hobby into a career in one of the highest paid professions in the country with William Peace University's Simulation and Game Design Program. Master design, 3D modeling, and programming in a state-of-the-art space with the latest and most remarkable technologies available. Find out more at peace.edu. Live from WRAL News Headquarters in Raleigh, your number one source for local news. WRAL News, coverage you can count on. There's a big reason to celebrate being a Wolfpack fan tonight. Take a look at this right here. Oh, you're looking at it right there. The men's basketball team celebrating this big win over UNC tonight. WRL's Casey Hintz is here now with some of the major highlights from the game. Casey. Well, Julian, first of all, NC State is ranked, so this is the game that they should and, of course, would want to win. But they also wanted it back after that loss in Chapel Hill last month. But for Carolina, it was a win they really needed. Get you out to PNC Arena. What a great recipe on this Sunday, but you could really see it early from both sides. 12 lead changes in this one, 11 ties. Pack up one after the half. Armando Baycott and one heals up two. Then big man DJ Burns is going to post spin. And he scores, and we'd be all tied at 46. The pack outscored Carolina 29-15 in the final 10 minutes. Big reason is Jarkel Joyner. He scores the 20 of his 29 points in the second half. That alley-oop seals it. First win versus North Carolina with fans in the building since 2013. Heels now 0-9 in quad one games. UNC will need to make a big run through the NCAA tournament if they want any chance, Julian, at even making the tourney. Coming up here in just a little bit in sports, Chris Lee and Pat Welter will join me with reaction from both sides. You're so right, Casey. They will need a deep run in the ACC tournament. All right, Casey, we'll see you later tonight. Thank you. Well, it's not just players celebrating the win. Fans also took part in a long-standing tradition on campus. Let's bring in WRL's Leslie Moreno. She joins us live now at the Bell Tower on NC State's campus with more of the fun. Leslie. Well, Julian, it's a long-standing tradition to celebrate here at the Bell Tower, and that's exactly what happened today. You can see it just turned red right now. Uh, so about 100 NC State students showed up to celebrate this big win. It's not every year that NC State beats UNC. The Tar Heels have won 36 of the previous 41 matchups against NC State, so students really wanted to mark this victory. Several of the players also showed up today. They took pictures with fans and children as the crowd cheered them on. The win was big. You know, we lost to them previously, and I think that this win here, very I think excited. she can say the same, was very exciting. Yes, very excited. You know, to this. even up that uh, the match, the series uh, between us two at one to one, riding momentum. You know, at the end of the season, like, we got the talent. I think that if we all put the pieces together, play as a cohesive unit, I think that rather this momentum, maybe win an ACC championship, who knows, go far in the tournament as well. And as you can see here, the bell tower is officially red to mark that win today. NC State plays again this Wednesday against Wake Forest. Julian. How cool is that? The players came out to greet the fans. All right, Leslie Moreno reporting live for us tonight in Raleigh. Thank you. In case you missed last night's Hurricanes versus the Capitals NHL Stadium Series game, you can still watch some outdoor hockey. Doesn't that sound fun? 
puck drops for the NC State versus UNC game is set for 7 o'clock tomorrow night. Parking for the event will cost $10. However, there is no fee to watch the game. Today, the Carter Foundation posted on Twitter a board on a Twitter board where you can post messages to show support for the family of former President Jimmy Carter. Yesterday, the foundation announced the 98 year old had begun receiving home hospice care. Isabel Rosales is in Plains, Georgia with more. Lord, we'd be amiss this morning if we did not lift President Carter to you. Sunday morning in Plains, Georgia, it was packed for Sunday school at a service at Maranatha Baptist Church. This is where former President Jimmy Carter taught his traditional Sunday school in his hometown for years until his health forced him to give it up in 2020. On Saturday, the news came that the 98-year-old former president has decided to spend his remaining time at home with his family and to receive hospice care instead of additional medical intervention, according to the Carter Center. In 2015, former President Carter announced he had survived brain and liver cancer. In 2019, he had surgery for a broken hip and received 14 stitches after hitting his head. Then he was treated for a minor pelvic fracture before undergoing surgery to relieve pressure on his brain. I love you! In 2022, the Carters were seen out enjoying the 25th annual Peanut Festival Parade in Plains. They were seen riding in a red 1946 Ford convertible while waving at the crowd. Meanwhile, wishes for comfort and peace are pouring in on social media for the former president. Carter's grandson and former Georgia State Senator Jason Carter posted this tweet, saying in part he visited his grandparents and they are at peace. When I was sick, he sat with me for an hour. Whether you believe in his political persuasions or whatever you think, you know for a fact being here that they're genuine people that care. In Plains, Georgia, Isabel Rosales, WRAL News. Actor and comedian Richard Belzer has died. A longtime friend told media outlets Belzer died at his home in southwest France. He is best remembered as a detective named John Munch on the hit TV show Homicide Life on the Street, then later on Law & Order Special Victims Unit. He played the role of Munch for about 20 years. He was so good at that. Belzer was 78 years old. A Raleigh man is in the Wake County Detention Center tonight, charged with sex crimes involving a seven-year-old child. 61-year-old Kenneth Newcomer faces two counts of first-degree sex offenses with a child and three counts of indecent liberties with a child. Court documents show this dates back to an offense back in August of 2007. Newcomer's bond is $1 million and $80,000, that is. He's due in court tomorrow afternoon. And we've learned Newcomer is the husband of a former longtime director of the Children's Ministry for Good Shepherd Lutheran Church on Creedmoor Road. The church's senior pastor, Richard Gore, sent a letter to members of the congregation yesterday, reading in part, an arrest has been made in connection with the investigation that we disclosed to you in recent days. In the days to come, the entire staff and the rest of the church leadership are committed to providing other appropriate spaces for conversation along with helpful resources about how we can all respond to this heartbreaking news most faithfully. WRL has reached out to Pastor Gores for more information and we wait to hear a response. Officers in Fayetteville are investigating after a man was found dead on the 500 block of Franklin Street overnight. The man was found lying in the grassy area around 3.15 a.m. An identity has not been released at this time, but we do know he's described as a black man possibly in his 30s. The Fayetteville Police Department's Homicide Department is now investigating. 
Edgecombe County deputies confiscated a stolen gun after a traffic stop last night. They say 19 year old Shazar White pulled over on Georgia Avenue, threw two guns into the woods and ran away. Deputies caught up and arrested him. They found at least one of the guns was stolen. White is in the Edgecombe County Detention Center under a $25,000 bond. Starting tomorrow, weapons detection systems will be in place at Duke Hospital hospital entrances. Officials say they are designed to detect guns, knives and other weapons. People who don't surrender their weapons won't be allowed inside. Duke Health says they want their staff to feel safe. In a nationwide survey last year, nearly half of nurses reported an increase in workplace violence. Another event this weekend to help the victims of the devastating earthquake in Turkey and Syria. The American Turkish Association held a community yard bake sale in Kerry today. That group established an emergency committee very quickly after the first report of that quake. Also today, the U.S. government pledged another $100 million in disaster relief. One of the oldest homes in Kerry is moving to a new location. After 150 years on the same corner, the Ivy Ellington House will move downtown. The house was moved to the edge of South Academy Street on Friday and will stay there until it makes its final stop on Monday. For a look at the history of the house and what will be built in its place, go to WRL.com. The town of Tarboro has a new police chief, and here he is here. Captain Rick Mann has been with the department for 17 years. Before that, he was a member of the United States Marine Corps. He takes over a job, over job as Chief Jesse Webb, who re will retire at the end of the month, we're told. Captain Mann's first day on the job is March 1st. A big event at the Raleigh Convention Center inspires ideas for people thinking small. How tiny homes took center stage at the Raleigh Home Show. Plus, more hockey on the way at Carter-Finley Stadium, which means who will be next to play there? Anthony. Julian, we're tracking still some much warmer temperatures as we head into this upcoming week. Some spots could break records as we head into Thursday and Friday. We'll talk about just how warm it will feel coming up. Welcome back. The downtown Raleigh Home Show was held at the convention center this weekend. It's popular with people looking to add something new to their houses. But WRL's Adam Owens found a big attraction was for those who were looking to live small. At this big downtown Raleigh Home Show, Tiny is getting a lot of attention. And it has just in, continued to increase in popularity. This one caught Joe McCorkadale's eye. That would be my be mine right there. It has a living area, kitchen, bathroom, and more, all in a 10-foot by 34-foot footprint. A tiny home. I like everything about it. I mean, it's just... It's a pretty little home. He likes the smaller price tag as well. It's also less to maintain and keep clean. Everybody's downside. You got this little home here, it shouldn't be that much to keep up. These units are made by Incredible Tiny Homes out of Tennessee. Tim Lowe is with the company. We're trying to keep up. The rising price of traditional homes and rents have increased interest in these smaller alternatives. Our homes go anywhere from 20000 up to about 100000 And you can live in it and now have money in the bank. 
with no mortgage. They can even be upgraded with solar panels and systems to catch rainwater so owners can live off-grid. They just want a simpler life. I just think it's something that people need right now in these times. More proof that this tiny home concept is really catching on. There are only three units this company has at this show, and this one and this one have already been sold. Adam Owens, WREL News, Raleigh. Looks like there's a demand there. Now, the company is also building tiny home communities. They have a few of them in Tennessee and plans to have another one in Nevada. North Carolina is struggling to find workers for jobs in the DMV and state-run nursing homes and the Highway Patrol, including other agencies as well. That's putting a strain on state services. Department leaders tell our NC Capital team that state-assigned salaries are not high enough to compete with the private sector, especially for entry-level positions. North Carolina's low unemployment rate is also a factor, leaving employers with a few potential workers to choose from. State lawmakers hope to address the issue in their budget later this year. For the full story, visit nccapital.com. Big shows will hit the stage at the Durham Performing Arts Center for the 2023-2024 season. Today, the DPAC announced The Lion King, Mamma Mia, and The Funny Girl are among the shows set to hit the stage. The season begins in October of 2023 and runs through summer of 2024. Season seat packages went on sale today. Tickets for individual shows in the series go on sale later this year. Well, the crews didn't spend all that time putting down the ice at Carter-Finley for just one hockey game, right? There are a couple of other events coming up tomorrow to make use of the ice. First, a handful of youth hockey teams will hit the ice for open skates. That is at 4 p.m. And then it's the Carolina Hurricanes alumni game. That'll be fun as well. Tickets are free. Parking is 10 bucks. And then at 7, the NC State Ice Pack take on the UNC Chapel Hill in the stadium. Attendance is free for that as well. That will be so much fun to just go out there and enjoy it. Anthony, I was thinking to myself, that was a lot of work just for one game. But they were like, no, we're going to keep this out here for a little while. Yeah, and I know they did a lot of work, too, to try and kind of keep it cool here the past weekend. But I think if they were to leave it out this week, Julian, they would really, really struggle with temperatures. Look near at that. <laughs> it's crazy. I was forecasting this earlier today, and you're not seeing things. 87 degrees is where we're headed here on Thursday. That will be above a record. I think no doubt most of us are going to break the record that was in the upper 70s. Wednesday as well, the records in the upper 70s, we could at least tie that. So certainly it worked out very well here for the hockey game this past weekend because it's going to be liquid water here as we head into this upcoming week if they were to leave it out. It is a beautiful picture, though. We overlook our Pinehurst camera. There were a couple of golfers out there this evening. A gorgeous sunset out there with some of those clouds in the distance, that filtered sunshine. We did see some areas of light drizzle this afternoon, like we were expecting very limited coverage. But certainly as I was out this afternoon, I definitely noticed that the wind wipers, you know, you give it one swipe and then it kind of is good for five or 10 minutes. Light drizzle this afternoon. Now we're pretty quiet. It's very mild 54 in Raleigh. We sit at 60 in Fayetteville 52 right now. Good evening to you in Southern Pines. Temperatures, what you were just seeing, that's where we should be for this time of year in the low to mid 50s. We're going to be well above that here for most of this week. What we have going on here on satellite and radar, we had a system offshore that brought just enough lift into the atmosphere to kind of bring those light sprinkles to the area. We're going to keep, I think, cloudy skies into tonight, or at least mostly cloudy, but the rainfall portion should be fairly done. Maybe a couple still light stray sprinkles here over the next little while, but for the most part, we're not going to be seeing any big impactful systems for us tonight. There's future cast. We keep the clouds with us, still mild temperatures. I think most of us will wake up tomorrow morning.
morning, a little bit cooler in the upper 40s, but really not too, too bad for where we could be. There is early tomorrow morning looking dry. Just the clouds stick with us. 7 o'clock tomorrow morning again looking dry. There is a chance tomorrow afternoon like what we saw today for a few light showers, especially for our northern areas, places like South Hill, Virginia, even potentially Rocky Mountain north of the triangle, I think is going to be the best bet. You see future cast here into the afternoon and evening. There is six o'clock. I do think it is overdone as far as that rainfall is concerned. I am not anticipating everyone seeing rain across the board tomorrow as this model is potentially hinting at a little bit better coverage. It's only about a 20 to 30% chance here as we go throughout the day and into tomorrow night. We'll be in the upper 40s tomorrow morning. We'll call it cool and dry. Just a mostly cloudy evening for us. A stray shower tomorrow. Temperatures in the mid to upper 60s. So we're kind of starting that warm up here here into tomorrow and then that continues here throughout most of this week before we get a cold front dropping it into next weekend. Let's talk about where we're headed 66 for us tomorrow and President's Day 75 on Tuesday. Isolated showers just like what we saw today both Monday into Monday night, Tuesday, Tuesday night. It's not a slam dunk for rain, but it's not necessarily a 0% chance. I just want to make you aware of that 78 on Wednesday, 87 degrees on Thursday. It's just hard to believe when I'm forecasting the scene at 87 there on Thursday, 69 on Friday does necessarily last long as we head into next weekend. Our next potential chance, Julian, of some meaningful rain comes in into early next weekend, Saturday into Sunday, but certainly a big time, big time warm up here for most of us this week. Yeah, good thing. Good thing we're getting that uh, that uh, hockey game in before <laughs> that 87 comes through. Yeah, it worked out very well. All right. Thank you. All right. Casey will be back with sports in just a moment. It was a win we needed to have, and I'm happy to have it. It's not a rivalry, right? <laughs> so why would I care? Uh, Kevin Keats, a little tongue-in-cheek on this fine Sunday afternoon. State Carolina, round two. Now, remember, last time after Quavion Smith didn't finish the game after being stretchered off, but, boy, he's been back in the lineup ever since, and he's been going off, surpassing 1,000 career points recently in just 58 collegiate games. Today, he was honored. Now, let's get you out to PNC Arena for all the action. All smiles for Hubert Davis and Kevin Keats before the game, but, boy, once the whistle blew, this one was a battle. Second half, R.J. Davis for three. That puts UNC up six. Wolfpack, though, respond with an epic run fueled by Jarkel Joyner. He attacks the lane, the reverse for the finish. Then back the other way after an earnest Ross block, it's guess who, Joyner again. Boy, he was on a heater. That sent PNC into an absolute frenzy. 29 for Joyner, 26 run knocks out Carolina. 77-69 the final. Chris Lee, Pat Welter, take it from here. Chris, Carolina about as close as it gets to a must-win today. They give an A effort, look like they got a chance to win the game, then they just get eclipsed by Jarko Joyner, who was as hot as the sun. But it worked out for NC State because they are 9-1 and one this season when he scores over 20 points. He poured in 29 points tonight, which matches his season high. Now, PNC Arena wasn't necessarily loud in the first half for the pack. Maybe the fans are tired from last night's Stadium Series hockey game. I can feel them on that, but Joyner leading this pack run almost blew the roof off this place in the second half. And for someone who never thought he would ever be on the same court as the Blue Bloods, Duke and UNC, he can now boast wins over both. Most definitely, that's why I transferred here, to play big games like that. Uh, you know, we we always confident in our team and what we bring to the table as one, and that's, that's why I came here, to win games like this. I don't know that I could have got a better person and player out of the portal. You want to see guys like him 
just succeed, and he's been great for us. Carolina, meanwhile, in dire straits. They've been cursed by expectations all season, now in danger of missing the NCAA tournament. They've lost five of their last six. Hubert Davis leaning on faith, but this team hasn't inspired much reason to believe. Disappointed that we didn't win tonight and that we have four games left in the regular season. I'm very confident and very hopeful and very proud of the group of guys that I coach. You know, Chris, the Carolina players saying all the right things in the locker room after the game. They've got games against Duke and Virginia left, both quad one. But Caleb Love did not say the right things during the week about the rivalry, and Kevin Keith made a little jab about that. <laughs> yeah, he did. He said, uh, it's, it's not a rivalry, right? So why should I care when he was asked about this big win over UNC today? Thank you, guys. Duke ladies looking to rebound following a loss to Virginia Tech. They stuck around the Commonwealth taking on Virginia this afternoon. Number nine Blue Devils out in front from the jump. Elizabeth Balagoon, nine first-half points en route to a team-high 12. She had Duke up six at the half. Then after the break, Duke on a 9-2 run capped by Vanessa De Jesus from downtown. Blue Devils largest lead of the day at 13. Hokies make a push though in the fourth. Celeste Taylor though, she puts a stop to that. CT drops the three. Duke hangs on 56-52. Now coming up tonight on Sports Extra, I'll have full highlights of both North Carolina and NC State games. Those ones just going final plus the ACC panic room weighs in on today's State Carolina showdown. Also, we've got some sights and sounds from last night's incredible stadium series game. And, of course, we'll have a recap from Daytona 500. Julian. PSC was really rocking today, wasn't it? I thought so. I mean, I was there for the first half of the game. And if, maybe a little quiet at the start, but, boy, Jarkel Joyner had them on their feet during that run. So exciting stuff. And how they were able to get from Carter-Finley Stadium a little maybe hungover, not maybe literally, figuratively, but, right. uh, you know. Big weekend over in that area. It's so cool seeing them all hang out with the fans at the Bell Tower later, too. That Good was stuff. stuff. Yeah, Turquavion Smith actually sent out that tweet. He said, come join the guys at the Bell Tower. So, good for them to have some fun. All right. Well, thanks, Casey. Thanks for joining us tonight. Next on NBC Nightly News, the new health concerns in Ohio after that massive train derailment. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.